Good morning. My name is Randy Horst, and I'm a professor in the art department. For the last four years, the art department and the art club have come together to sponsor an exhibit with a particular theme uh, that's a student art exhibit. Our very first year, the theme was uh, Tolerance and the Other. Uh, the second year, our theme was North and South. Last year, our theme was Lion and Lamb. And this year, our theme is Recycled. We tried to pick themes that resonate uh, with the values and concerns of our campus. And the idea is to give students an opportunity to interact with that theme and, and see where it sort of leads them in terms of their own personal work. So you may be wondering right now why there's an image up here of a flashlight and a candle, and I will get to that in just a little bit. If I said we had an exhibit of, it's called Recycled, there, you might be expecting images like this. But that's not what you're going to see. So instead, what I'd like to do is to introduce this. Uh, I want to take you on sort of an imaginary uh, thought journey. Uh, I want you to think about the theme of recycling as a room. And the room is dark. And if you walk in the room with a flashlight, then what happens is you illuminate one thing that you're looking at. And it's in high contrast. It's easy to see that one thing. But the problem with that is you only see one aspect of the room. That's it. So instead, if we walk into this dark room and we're holding a candle, and a candle is different than a flashlight. A candle illuminates many different directions at the same time. And it also does on a kind of a softer light. So things near the candle show up, and you can kind of see what they are, but then you can tell there's other things beyond it that are kind of just going into the darkness. And if I walk a little bit further, I can explore those things. And they give me hints of other things that are further out there also. So really, this exhibit isn't so much like showing a flat or shining a flashlight on Recycled. It's more like showing a candle on it instead, a way of exploring the variety of different ways that Recycled um, can be interpreted uh, and the kinds of ways that it can inspire people. So um, the exhibit is like holding a candle rather than a flashlight. And we were trying to create, um, pick a theme that, has, that can be interpreted with a variety of different kinds of meanings. So some of the possible and obvious kinds of things, if you think about recycling, would be things like repurposing or reclaiming something, or reusing it, or restoring. And some artists chose to sort of pick up on that theme, or those themes, and obviously their work sort of connects with and resonates with that. But there are also other possible themes that Recycle can relate to, things like redefining, or redeeming, or regenerating, or reforming. And all those things, recycling can also interact on those kinds of levels. And if we think about recycling as an interaction, what kinds of interactions might there be? Well, we could be interacting with resources or materials, and some artists have tried to address issues of world resources, and some artists have tried to address issues that deal with individual things, like making art out of something that you're not used to seeing art out of, uh, so therefore repurposing an object. But also it, it relates to other kinds of things as well. Uh, it relates to relationships. So, like, our relationship to the world could also be something that could be recycled or reclaimed or redeemed. Our relationship with each other is also something that could be redeemed or rechanged, regenerated, reformed. Uh, and also our overall set of priorities and values can also be changed, can also be addressed. So as you can see, 
The idea of the exhibit overall wasn't to try to come in with a narrow expectation. It wasn't trying to make a particular point. It wasn't trying to uh, herald or bring a particular flag to bear on this particular issue, but rather to say it's a complex issue. And there are many different ways that we can look at things, many different ways we can interpret it, and every artist has their own path. Every artist is trying to figure out how to work with certain kinds of materials and what can they do with it. And the theme really just becomes a starting point for that kind of exploration. And the exploration is what artists do. We're trying to get to some place that we weren't before. We're trying to understand it in a way that we hadn't before. And ideally that you as an audience are also then involved in that kind of process. So if you're looking at things and you're hoping only to see the flashlight on that little symbol for recycling, you'll see some things that are similar to that. But maybe your expectations of what recycling is about changes. A sense of bringing newness to our world or not just simply discarding it, but trying to find a way of regenerating it, again, in its many different forms, becomes part of what we can do in our daily lives, not just simply when we pass a recycled bin or something like that. So I've asked six of the artists who are participating in the exhibit uh, to come up here and to talk a little bit about their process of how they interpreted the exhibit, why they chose to make the artwork the way that they did, uh, and then when we get done today, uh, I'll be inviting you all over to the basement gallery in the library, which is where our exhibit now resides, uh, to have a chance to see the work in person. But without further ado, I'll have our artists introduce themselves when they come up. Hello, my name is Danae Miller. I'm a senior Bible and religion major with environmental studies minor. Um, I'm talking about three of the pieces that I have in the exhibit. Uh, my first one is titled Wealth. It's a jewelry piece. Um, I incorporated the theme of recycled into this piece by using materials that I already had, um, besides the copper wire that um, is connecting all of the coins. The coins have a special meaning. All of the coins are um, from countries that I've been to. So there are coins from Peru, Greece, Italy, Switzerland, and England. These um, hang on um, these hang on the chain, and then down the middle there is another pendant that is um, depicting the Virgin Mary, and this is um, representative of um, how money is displayed in the front, um, in the forefront of our lives, and religion is often pushed to the back and diminished in value, while um, wealth takes precedence in our lives. So that's what this image is depicting. The second image is another jewelry piece. It's called, titled Beauty. Um, with the exception of um, some of the jump rings, everything is a repurposed beauty kind of item. So the dog choker um, is the main necklace piece, and then it's surrounded by bobby pins. And then in the middle is a mirror, uh, and on top of that is a cross. Um, and this is signifying how, um, how beauty is idolized in our culture and, um, again, how religion is lost in that image of our own beauty. Um, and it's, yeah, it's basically saying how um, this is damaging to our social and cultural um, mentalities. And then the third image is a painting that I did. Uh, this one is titled Pachamama, and for those of you who haven't been to Peru, Pachamama is basically uh, Incan Mother Earth. 
Uh, I used acrylic paint, um, neon paints, pl and plastic bags and aluminum foil in this piece. Uh, it's representative of the environmental harm that is being done to the earth, specifically the oceans. I wanted to incorporate plastic bags into the waves, so that's the white is plastic bags. I wanted to incorporate that in uh, to show how plastic and oil-based products are damaging to um, the environment and our main sources of pollution. Uh, the water is generally reflective of the sky above it, but in this, the water is dark and tumultuous. It looks almost sickly and slightly dystopian, uh, and this why I named it Pachamama, to show her anger and frustration at how she's been treated, um, and hopefully this won't become a reality and is, stays a dystopian reality. Thanks. Hi, I'm Maddie Gehrig. I'm a first year with an art and interdisciplinary major. I chose to interpret uh, the recycled theme as it applies uh, to the life cycle of all living things, death and rebirth. Uh, this cycle is very apparent in the natural world. As dead things decay, they replenish the earth and make way and encourage the growth of new life. Uh, humans encompass this circle of giving as well, particularly um, in the ways of passing on knowledge from generation to generation. My drawing, titled With Regards to Death, is meant to show this connection of life through three images, the vulnerable child, the elderly woman, and the resilience of the natural world, as represented um, by the resolute heron. The three images grow out of each other, exemplifying their interconnected relationship. This drawing was created in pen using a continuous line as much as possible. I took inspiration from the artist Jean Rudigar, who often does human figure drawings, um, but emphasizes different meanings through distortion of size. I'm pleased with the result of my piece, and I hope the viewer can find further meaning in it uh, than I have already shared. Hello, I'm Micah Helmuth. I'm a third year history and social studies education major. And my piece is called Congressional Restoration. When Randy told us uh, in drawing uh, first semester that we needed to think of something along the lines of recycling, I was like, ah, okay, yeah, uh, whatever. He's like, oh, you can interpret it however you want. I thought of something that needed to be fixed in this country, so I thought of Congress. They're literally the only group of people in the United States that can successfully not do their job and still get paid. So I thought, well, I'll give them a shout out in my artwork. Um, the medium I used is Sharpie. I tried a variety of textures and layering. Um, originally, I wanted to portray the idea that, oh, there was the center and the Congress members go into the center and they come out fixed. But as the drawing went along, it didn't really turn out that way. So it had this nice dark tone on it. Um, so yeah, I used Sharpie. Um, the title, I just came, came right from the recycled motif, that something that needed to be fixed, something that was used, that needed to be re just redone. So I thought of Congress, obviously. But something that I don't think necessarily that can be fixed, which is actually the result of my artwork. Thank you.
Hello, I'm Anya Slaybaugh. I'm a PJCS and art major. I'm, however, not a biology major, which in my pieces, they all are referencing science, um, different parts of the body and different processes which happen. So I thought that was interesting. Um, my first one, it starts in the brain, is using acrylic paint, and it depicts the firing of neurons in the brain followed by the reuptake of neurotransmitters. When I was thinking about how to approach the theme of recycled, I didn't want to approach it from the triangles and recycling symbols that we generally think of. And as I was brainstorming, I thought about the cycle of life and death and began to think of other times that it happened in nature. And I realized that as I was thinking about this, um, it was already happening inside my brain through the firing of neurotransmitters. And yeah, and I'm a lot more nervous. Okay, um, so that was fascinating to me and I had one of those great aha moments. And um, so yeah, I just went with that. And I won't explain it because I will probably confuse you, but if you ever get to learn about how the brain works, do it because it's really cool. Um, so my second piece, um, my, sec my next two pieces, part of my series, um, I initially approached it through the use of found objects. Um, I'm going to focus mostly on my lungs, but I'm also, the next one is also part of it too. Um, so when you see this necklace, wearing it is probably not the first thing that comes to your mind. If you can't tell from the picture, it's a little big, it's about like this big, so it would get in the way of things. Um, this uh, was my exploration of sculptural jewelry. And sculptural jewelry is um, ju a sculpture that relates to humanity or to the human figure. Sculptural jewelry is meant to be worn, but is not necessarily unobtrusive like the jewelry that we wear daily. It's less of a focus on decorating ourselves and more of a focus on pausing and thinking. It's um, a dialogue. Um, and I wanted to use this dialogue to reflect on things in life that we are tied to, since a necklace can take that quite literally. Um, I considered connecting the theme again by showing how we buy, use, and then rebuy different parts of technology um, and in a version of the same product, not because it's broken, because it's outdated. and. I was afraid that this would convey a message that I thought technology was evil and in the good old days the only snap and chat was when you snapped your fingers. <laughs> um, also because this cycle is largely consumerism. Something about technology caught my attention more than people buying Toms or Cottonelle commercials saying, let's talk about your bum to sell wet paper, wet, wet toilet papers so our bums could be the cleanest they've ever been since we were three. <laughs> I think what gets my attention is that technology has so much more power than bum wipes. Technology has so much potential for good, but equal potential for bad. What bothers me is how little we question technology. We accept these changes that come too fast to make sense of sometimes and we are afraid of being seen as behind the times, so we don't question. Thank you.
Wow. <laughs> All right. Good morning. My name is Lydia King. I'm a second year here at Goshen College, and I am an American Sign Language interpreting major with an, a minor in art. My piece for the recycled theme is loosely correlated with the theme, and it's been inspired by the many works I've seen on Etsy.com, which you may know is a website like eBay or Amazon with only a more artistic approach. I kept seeing paintings on book pages, which I really enjoyed, so I took the same sort of theme and tore out pages of an old book and glued them onto canvas in a meticulous manner. I wanted to paint something very pretty and very simple. I decided I would incorporate my passion, American Sign Language, into it somehow. So instead of having the book page be my negative space, as in most artwork I had seen, I decided to designate the acrylic paint to be the background and focus my center on the book pages. Chuck Bard was a deaf artist who helped, me inspire, who helped inspire how I was portraying my meaning. He would incorporate signs or hand shapes into his pieces to mix the meaning of the sign with the actual object. I chose the sign for camera in American Sign Language because I enjoy photography so much, and the sign itself looks like you're snapping a picture. I tried to blend the two, and if you look at the painting, painting closely, you'll see the camera is a lighter and fuzzier edge. It has a lighter, fuzzier, fuzzier edge to it, uh, which means it's not really a concrete thing. It's just a sign. The arrow between the index finger shows the motion involved in sign, while the hands show their position. I gave it the title double entendre because of the meaning behind those two words. Basically, my painting is up to the viewer's interpretation of it, whether that includes the literal American Sign Language interpretation of that sign. I'm Artie Woodward, and I'm a first-year double major in social work and art. Um, the theme of this project was recycled, but I didn't want to take this theme too literally, like the rest of you guys. Um, I decided to think about the word regenerate, and then to think about recycled bodies, um, and the cycle between life and death. It's in pencil. Um, to represent this, I drew an emaciated body, um, partially covered in a shroud. This represents death and decay. Um, then for the head, I included a happy face and healthy hair and flowers tucked into the hair. I wanted to this to represent life and growth. In the backdrop are mountain ranges, illustrating the role that nature plays in life and death. Um, a classmate pointed out to me in a critique that it also looks like a rift, um, possibly between life and death or the tangible world and whatever comes after that. Um, out of the eyes of my piece are what appear to be beams of light. I wanted this to add a surreal, spiritual, maybe uncomfortable aspect to the piece. Um, there are a lot of cultural and religious connections attached to the death process, and I wanted to illustrate those through the beams of light. I really enjoyed exploring the topic of recycled through this lens and to investigate what it means to, in the process of death, not only recycle one's body, but also one's essence or soul. It gave me new perspectives on the whole death and life process. So as you can see, there are a lot of different ways that 
someone can interpret and interact with the theme of recycled. Uh, there's nothing that gives an artist more joy than have somebody walk up and actually look at their real piece. It's nice to see it up on a screen, but everything looked the same size. And some of those pieces were this, and some of those pieces were like this. Um, and so what we'd like to do sort of as a closing, uh, even though we're a little bit early maybe per normally, is we want to give you the time to follow us over just a short walk to the basement of the library. Over there, we have the exhibit. It's actually only up for a couple more weeks. We have some sweets or cookies if that helps entice you to come on over. Uh, but enjoy the work. Have a chance to see it. Say hi to your friends. Um, and maybe next year, you'll participate in our exhibit. So thank you very much.